Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. So your phone tracks you wherever you go, right? It tracks how many steps you take. It, it tracks every single thing that you search for on the phone and even the things that you say. So do you also need your phone to check your mental health and wellness well, apparently Apple thinks so. The company is set to roll out an update to its software that will include a range of features uh, devoted to mental health and wellness. Things like a state of mind mood tracker. I mean, what is that all about? Our next guest knows, actually, because he's checked it out, used some of these features already, and we're going to find out more about them. Owen Chevalier joins us, a doctoral candidate in the Department of Philosophy at Western University. Owen, thanks for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. So I take it you do like your phone. You must spend a lot of time on it. I do, yeah. And I'm also a huge fan of Apple. I've got uh, all, all my tech devices are Apple. Okay, so then what did you experience? What are these new features? Um, yeah, so so Apple's got a couple of different features um, that are varying levels of, of mental health um, focus. So so there's the mental uh, state of mind uh tracker um which is something that the user puts in so so they report on their state of mind at different times of the day uh, and also how they're feeling uh, overall throughout the day um and then there's also an option to screen yourself for anxiety and depression using uh tools that psychiatrists or, or anyone doing diagnostic uh, work would use um and then those tools will connect you with uh a resources in your area if you show risk factors for either depression or anxiety. Owen, why would I want my phone to do this? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I, I imagine everyone's got a bit of a different reason. Um, Apple claims uh, that tracking your state of mind is a way to feel better about your life. Um, so, I mean, this is not this is not a new uh, philosophy, but the idea that you sort of journal about your day um, and you can put uh, your mood into perspective with the things that you were doing, the people that you were seeing, um, and that can make you feel, you know, maybe a little bit less uh, catastrophic about your life. Um, but with the added benefit of the Apple ecosystem, so it has access to everything that you were doing. Um, if you use a watch, uh, then it knows when you were working out. Uh, it can, you know, track who you were with. If they have iPhones, uh, pictures you've taken, places you've gone, stuff like that. Okay, but then Owen, let me ask you this then. So let's say you are having a bad day and your phone does recognize that you're having a bad day. What What is your phone going to do for you? Uh, right now, not much. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if all it can do is track that and then provide you with data, letting you know that this might be related to some factors in your life. Um, so there's a there's a little chart you can see. And if you've reported that you had a bad day, then you can also see like how much sleep you got or how many exercise minutes you had. Um, but it's not going to like do anything for you beyond that. You'd have to take the next steps. 
Okay, so do you think these tools are valuable? Um, to an extent, uh, I, I think I think they could be valuable if you knew how to use them properly and understood the limitations to them. Um, my concern with the features are that uh, that I, I think Apple likes to present its technology as something that is the the solution to the problem. Um, and this is at best just a tool that will get you to the solution to the problem. Right. But in the end, shouldn't we be wary of big tech companies that want this kind of information from us? Because what are they going to do with it? And and that's another good question. Apple especially is very uh, private about what it does with its data um, and its intentions long term. Um, Apple is actually one of the few corporations that, that don't sell your data uh, to to uh, private companies. But uh, for instance, if Google gets a handle on this technology, then they would probably use it in that way um, or any of the other tech companies. Um, but but Apple's got other goals in mind um, that I, I wonder about, um, you know, improvement of AI software. Well, yeah. Um, like what? Yeah. I, I'm just skeptical of any big tech company that wants that much personal information about you, because in the end, they're not doing it because they care about us. They're doing it because they feel like they can benefit from having this information. Yeah, exactly. The The other thing with Apple is that it really benefits from you being reliant on it. So if you have put all of your health information into the iPhone, then that is now something that you rely on for the rest of your life. Um, you know, if you, especially in the U.S. right now, you can put in uh, your health records. Um, so you can basically make your iPhone something of a general practitioner. Um, so then you now need to get the new model. Um, and that's what Apple really wants at the end yeah. of the day is that you keep buying their products. And that's the Apple Watch thing, right? That's how they get you. And the Apple Watch has become so popular, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So then do you think people should be wary of this? Yeah, I do. I think, I think people should be wary of any new advancements in technology. But how do we, like, okay, we all have Apple, a lot of us do anyway, um, and those updates come kind of automatically. How do you not use that then? Um, I, I don't even think it needs to be about not using it. It's about making sure that that you don't make it a replacement for the, the expert opinions. So, you know, your psychiatrist is the only one who can diagnose you with anxiety or depression. And if you haven't gotten that diagnosis, then you can't assume that you have been diagnosed. Um, and if you need help, you should seek help from professionals who have been trained to do to, to help you. Right. So do not trust your phone to diagnose you, which is Apple would love that. But you know what? We should all be skeptical. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Oh, and thank you so much for your time. No problem. Thanks for having me. That's Owen Chevalier, who's a doctoral candidate in the Department of Philosophy at Western University. He had a chance to try out some of these new features that Apple is rolling out with an upcoming update uh, with their iOS health app and their Apple Watch. But this iOS 17 update will include mental health and wellness features. And honestly, your phone does not need to know this. I know some people will do it because they're like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. No, your phone does not need to know all that information. Apple does not need to know all of that information.